Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Legit Check. I'm your host, Yeezy Busta. I'm here with a new friend. His name is Peyton Smith. He has a pretty incredible story that um, we're going to be talking about today. But without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself? Kind of tell us uh, where you're from, what's your story. And I'm sure a lot Uh, of people would love to hear uh, your amazing story. uh, My name is Peyton Smith. Uh, I am 18 years old. I currently live in Montpelier, Vermont. Uh, which is the capital of Vermont. And I have been into sneakers. Uh, I mean, really, I've been into sneakers my entire life, but I really got into sneakers way back in like 2012, 2013. I currently have 67 pairs of sneakers, uh, ranging from one of ones all the way until all the way to regular GRs. And just a little bit about myself, I, I'm a cancer kid. I was diagnosed way back in uh, June of 2018. I have been pretty much fighting cancer ever since then. I am still going through treatment. I went through remission a couple of times and it's come back a couple of times, which is not always the greatest news, but I've been pretty much fighting every day to try to get rid of it and live my life to the fullest. Um, I am planning, I am graduating in a couple of days, which is really awesome. And I am going to go to uh, college and I'm planning on going to college to be a sneaker designer and work in the sneaker industry. And yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all about me. (laughs) So you're, so you're a senior in high school right now. Right? Yeah, I'm a senior in high school. Okay, so first and foremost, before we get started, how was yeah. it dealing with being a senior in high school during quarantine 2020? <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> it's definitely not the most easy thing ever. Yeah. Um, a lot of online classes, a lot of back and forth with my teachers. Um, it's funny because right now we're actually having our kitchen redone and because of my diagnosis uh, I actually had a little bit of cancer in my lungs so my lungs are not exactly the greatest and I couldn't breathe in all the fumes so we actually went down to New Hampshire our friend has a lake house down there and we actually stayed we stayed there pretty much for the 
entirety of quarantine. We actually just got back uh, about a week and a half ago, but for most of that, I was staying there. And it's crazy to go from being in a classroom setting every single day and seeing my friends every single day to going to pretty much online classes and Zoom sessions and all sorts of stuff like that. It's not the greatest thing, especially graduating pretty much like one at a time uh, next week. And I won't get to see probably any of my friends for a while, probably until later this summer. But yeah, it's really, really strange. Like the the COVID definitely took me by surprise. Well, yeah, it was really interesting because none of my friends, because most of my friends graduated last year. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really able to talk to uh, many people about like the whole like graduating experience now, especially in 2020. But, you know, I mean, congrats, by the way. You know, you Thank have one, you very you much. Have, you have one week left. Uh, there's going to be a lot more brighter and more fun graduations that you're going to have down the line and uh, much more festivities and parties and dances and all that. So don't, don't worry too much about that. But um, so you are used to the whole zoom thing because I totally am not, this is like the fourth zoom call I've done. And every time I do it, I'm like, Oh oh no, I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, (laughs) Hey, you learned a a lesson on how to use uh, video chatting technology, I guess. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's crazy because actually What's funny is all of my doctor appointments as well were on Zoom sessions. Wow. So not only was I using it for school, but I was doing virtual doctor's visits. Oh, well, for sure, man. I mean, uh, what else, like from, from being at home for the last like few months, um, have you caught yourself browsing uh, sneaker websites and, and uh, stores a little bit more than you normally do? Because I totally have. I've been super guilty of it myself. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, What's I'm so used to shopping online for sneakers. Like, I don't think I've probably only bought 10 pairs of shoes at, at a Foot Locker Champs. Like, I rarely buy them in person. Like, I've never fun. It's funny because I've actually never been to a sneaker consignment shop, which is really? crazy for as long as I've been into sneakers. Wow. But I mean, when I got into sneakers, I was living in Europe and in Europe, the only like sneaker consignment shops are in like Germany and like in London and all sorts of stuff like that. And I was living in the Netherlands at the time and no one there is in the sneakers. Like, I'm going to be honest. I think the only sneaker that they were into are Yeezys, but I mean, Yeezys are pretty much popular everywhere. Right. <laughs> um, but like I was... I was actually one of the very first people to go on StockX when it was first launched. Like, wow. cause my friend introduced it to me. He's like, Hey, there's this, there's this website. It's like eBay, but like you get your sneakers verified uh, by these like professionals and stuff like that. And I thought, and I thought like that was really cool. And there was this other, it's called, it was called global kicks. It's, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was a sneaker. It was a sneaker consignment shop in dc and me and him would always go on there and check like for sneakers and stuff like that and it's so hard to get sneakers shipped to Mm -hmm. from the u.s to to europe especially being a military family because they can't like because we have to ship it to a special like box on the military base like a p.o box basically and it's really really hard 
because companies think like, oh, I can't ship to like internationally, I can't ship to Europe. And you're like, no, it's actually, you're actually shipping it to a place in New York that ships it to Europe. And for some people, it was kind of hard to understand. And there's a lot of sneaker releases that I missed out on because I was living in Europe. And for me, it was a little bit frustrating, but I've been on sneaker websites, on sneaker news, on complex, on, I've been watching sneaker YouTube forever. I've been watching like sneaker reviews forever. Like I think one of the very first people I started watching was Kais. And I started watching Kais like way, way back before he has his channel now, Crew TV. And I've been watching him forever. I've been watching Bull forever. I've been watching Tony forever. You're familiar with them, right? Yeah, they're all the homies. Yeah. And it's funny because I've met all of them in person at sneaker cons. And that's one of the reasons why I love sneaker cons so much is because like basically a nobody like me, um, to get to meet them and interact with them was like so cool. And I think one of the best people I would, I met at a sneaker con was two J's like two J's was like, he was the very last person I met. He is, he's the most like down to earth guy ever. He's like the nicest guy ever. Um, I actually lived in Las Vegas before and I was telling him about the military base that I, that my dad worked at um, while we were in Las Vegas. And I told them, yeah, I remember, I remember like going to the mall that your store was in, but I never went to your store because I never knew it existed. And he was like wow. super kind. He's like, he's like, he's like, man, thank you for your service. Like he was just a super, super nice guy. And then, uh, and then Kais, like obviously Kais at that time was like huge, um, like way bigger than everyone else. Cause he was, that was before he reached a million subscribers. And of course, like everyone in London loved Kais because of Ari and, uh, and cause they're such good friends and like the lot, no kidding. So I got in line to meet Kais. I was waiting in that line for two hours just to meet, just to say hi to Kais. Dude, you know, what's crazy to me is like, I always thought in Europe, sneaker culture wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I travel a lot because of sneaker cons and like some yeah. other business that I'm uh, a, a part of kind of behind the scenes. But yeah, um, dude, it's like crazy. S- certain certain countries are nuts for sneakers. I've I personally never been to the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, but Germany, people are crazy for sneakers. Yeah. Um, uh, the UK. So d- London is always insane. So pe- but people in the UK aren't really that into Jordans. It's more like Air Maxes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and they call them, tr- and they call them like trainers over there instead it, of sneakers. Exactly. Um, but you know, for the most part, like for example, I, I, I had this kind of like interesting story. Um, I was in Poland for whatever godforsaken reason. Mm-hmm. And it was right when the NMD OGs dropped. Yeah. But like, you remember like the black NMDs with the blue and the red? Yeah. So uh, they were going for like $1,500 at the time and then they restocked. And then I think they came out yeah. for like, uh, uh, and then they were going for like four or 500. This is when like NMDs were like, everybody was obsessed with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. NMDs yeah. were like the hottest shoe. I remember like they just dropped in this local store. Literally, I just walked in and they were sh- sitting on the shelf. And in my head, I'm like, 
I'm like, dude, this is like a hundred dollar shoe that goes for five hundred dollars back home. Like, what what is it doing on the shelf? Yeah, I was so confused. And then I I really thought about it, but in Poland they use a currency called zloty. Yeah. Which, so it's like four to one. So four zloty is one dollar, and then. Also in Poland, everything there is so cheap, like food, uh, water, groceries, like yeah, like the living yeah, yeah. expenses there are super cheap. You can get like a super nice apartment for like three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and, and then uh, then I realized that the median pay, like the average salary in uh, Poland, was I think like two thousand zloty a month. Yeah. So so that's like five hundred dollars a month, which is nothing. Like if you really think about it, but but the way they live is so so like easy and cheap that for them they're able to do it but then i thought about it and i'm like these sneakers are sitting on the shelf but they cost like i think they were like 150 so 150 times four was like 600 zloty or whatever so yeah. that's that's literally like over a fourth of their pay so i thought about it and i'm like maybe people aren't buying them because they're already too expensive yeah um, and also people there don't really care about sneakers like there were a few kids in the store but but dude, I saw them and I'm like, wow. And I was like, oh, how many can I buy? <laughs> so I ended yeah. up I ended up buying three, one for myself, um, and then one for a friend, and then the other one I think I just kept. But it, it's insane. Like the sneaker culture is a lot bigger than what most people think. Where where else have you lived? So I mean, obviously, um, thank, thank you for your service and your parents and yeah, dude, that's, that's incredible, yeah, man. I, I always I, have so much respect for that. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It's definitely not been easy, especially I've been to i think seven different schools now and uh so i'll just go through i'll just go through the list um all right uh i kind of like kind of foreshadowing for later so actually my sneaker that i made i don't know if you saw it at all but it has all the places i lived laser engraved into the side so dope but so i was born in oklahoma city and then after that we moved to germany and what's cool is at that time when I, when I was living, when I was born in Oklahoma and we were living in Germany next, mm-hmm. uh, both my parents were actually in the military and my mom and my dad actually met through the military or through the air force. Actually, um, they met in Oklahoma and then they had me. And then after that, they moved, we moved to Germany. And what's funny is my mom actually worked on a different base than my dad. Mm-hmm. So, and so, and then my brother was born in Germany, uh, which was around, he was born and he was born in 2006. I was born in 2002, but after Germany, I lit, we lit, we moved to Italy and lived in Italy for three years. And then after Italy, we, I moved to Pennsylvania and we lived in Pennsylvania for a year. And then after Pennsylvania, we moved to DC and, uh, I went to school in Virginia. And then after Virginia, we moved to Las Vegas. And then after Las Vegas, we moved to the Netherlands. And then after the Netherlands, we moved here to where I currently am, which is in Vermont. Wow. Mr. So, International. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty incredible, I've definitely man. been all over. And I've been to almost, almost every single country in Europe. Wow, man. That, that, that's pretty incredible. And, yeah. Um, Shout out to your parents. Like I said, thank you for your guys' service. It's, an, it's an yeah. amazing. I have so much respect for anybody who's in the military. I have I have a few of my friends who who have had to like move a bunch of times too, um, yeah, because of the uh, military. But yeah, respect, man. And uh, yeah, no, I've I have so much respect for them as well. I mean, like they literally go through like I, they move like heaven and earth to literally like 
do so much for this country. And like, what's crazy is like, they, for as like much as they do, like, it just seems like for them, they just like brush it off. Like, Oh, it's no big deal. Like, it's just, it's just my job. Like I, I do this every, I do this every day, but um, my amazing. mom is actually not like active duty anymore. She's in the reserves. But my dad right now, he works um he works at a, uh, at a university. So he works at, it's, it's called Norwich university. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, so you're going to find this absolutely insane, uh-huh. but in all of Vermont, there's only one sneaker store. Really? There, yeah. There's only one sneaker store and it's, uh, and it's a champs in, uh, in Burlington. Wait. So it's a, so, so it's a champs. It's not even like a co-assignment store. There's only no. one. Yeah. There's only one. It's just a champs. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know if this is true or not, but I think there's this guy who's opening a consignment store, like in that area, mm-hmm. and um, not very popular at all. Like I haven't really heard anything about it since then. But I think that that that's going to be a consignment store. But that's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, dude. I mean, whenever this, um, you know, quarantine is over and everyone's like safe and everything, dude. Like, I'd love to have you come out to LA. Uh, I'll 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 book you a flight and I'll take you around yeah. to Melrose and Fairfax. Have you ever heard of Project Blitz? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I'll bring you to uh, bring you by the warehouse, give you a little friends and family tour. It's it's pretty yeah. insane. Um, yeah, I yeah, actually, uh, I saw your video that you did when you tried like on like all the most expensive stuff. Oh, like yeah. you had like the <laughs> like the LV jacket or and then you had and then the, the $150,000 outfit video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I love uh what's the the uh, the guy that owns Project Blitz? Creation style, Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh I think he's like so hilarious and I've seen so many videos like he has the uh the signed Kobe 8 um and like has like my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer in response to attacks against asian americans maddie park raised over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to donate cab rides to the asian community there is so much more work to be done we really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community support the asian community Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Have you ever heard of the uh, of the documentary Sneakerheads? Of course. On Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that's like my favorite documentary of all time, dude. It's sick. Um, and yeah. I just like love it. Cause it like, cause not only does it say like, does it tell you like sneaker history and like where the term sneaker came from and like how Adidas was like the very first company to like make like leather sneakers. And like, but I also love how it talks about like sneakers nowadays. It talks about the Dornbecker program and talks about um, like sneaker violence 
um, which I, I totally remember sneaker violence. Like that's yeah. something I totally remember, which is crazy that like, it's like, it still kind of happens today, but I like, I haven't seen a sneaker fight since 2014 or 2013. Yeah. Well now because there's so many online raffles that it's, you know. yeah. Like, like, I mean, it does make me like kind of upset. Like, I mean, like I'm not promoting like sneaker violence at all. But it is kind of entertaining to see like <laughs> two people fighting over a pair of like Jordan 11 breads right. and like punching each other. I mean, I kind of draw the line at like shooting each other for sneakers. I think that's kind of, yeah. I think that's like massively stupid. Right. Um, I mean, but yeah, I, I, like that's like my favorite documentary of all time. Yeah. So I have a quick question. Uh, and it, th- this is a question for you. Okay. And, and so I'm only asking this question uh, because I know if I don't ask it now, I'll forget later. And so. I know like you're famous for wearing like the mask and being, and being like the mask guy. How is it having like COVID like in every, and like you have to require a mask everywhere. Is it easy? Is it like easy since you always wear a mask or it's like, <laughs> or is it like weird or. Well, honestly, um, so I only wear my mask when I'm like filming or if I'm at like an event or something and trust yeah. me, dude, it is not easy to wear it for seven hours straight at a sneaker con. Um, I'm always super happy to like take it off and just like be me. It's funny because all these theories came out of like people saying that I knew about coronavirus before it happened and that I just didn't tell everyone. That's why I wore a mask. Um, and like all, all these like super funny theories. Like some people think I don't have a mouth. Uh, some people think I'm like extremely ugly, have like super disfigured face. Like all, all, all these like crazy, crazy theories. Um, yeah. But it's funny. Uh, n- now, because of coronavirus, I guess I'm kind of used to the mask thing. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely don't prefer wearing it, uh, contrary to what people believe. But, um, but yeah, so it, it's, I'm kind of used to it, I guess. <laughs> I just thought it'd be, I just thought that'd be a funny question to ask. Yeah, no, dude, of course. A, a lot of people have actually asked me that recently um, because, of, because of the whole quarantine thing. But yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, because I would think it would be like easier because you like, do you, do you get like used to it after a while or? Yeah, sometimes sometimes I forget I'm wearing it. Um, the only thing that really bothers me is if my facial hair is a little bit longer. Like if I yeah. have a beard in, at one point it'll start sweating, and that's really uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. uh, but otherwise, like I'm I'm pretty used to it. Uh, I've definitely gotten used to speaking on camera and being in public with the mask on. So I have to talk a little bit louder than I normally do. Yeah, um, because it's not easy to understand. Uh, if you're not speaking a little bit louder with like a little bit louder t- um, vo- uh, tone, I- I'm used to it for sure. Let's put it that way. I only ask because I have to wear a mask all the time because I'm going to the hospital yeah, like yeah. all the time, and they were and of course they require it there. Yeah. Well, do you need any cloth masks? Do you have some of those? Uh, my mom ordered uh, most of the time. Like since they give you free masks anyway at the when you check in and they like do the screening and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they usually, we don't usually like bring in a mask just because like they're going to give us one anyway. Okay. But, um, but yeah, my mom, uh, ordered like from this one random lady on Facebook that was making them. She, uh, ordered a couple. Okay. Well, uh, send me after we're done, just send me your address and I'll, I'll ship you some of these. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, no, no problem. I, I, I barely have any left. It's crazy. I, I printed so many at the, uh, beginning of the year and then yeah you know obviously it's like it's been a big part of my merch since like 2006 no nah, 2017 so like the last three years 
Yeah. And, and you know, people know me for like the mask or whatever. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was always a big part of my merch and then coronavirus hit and I saw all these people started ordering it and uh, I kind of decided that, you know, with my platform and, you know, everybody because spe- they're not cheap. They're 20 bucks because yeah. it is merch at the end of the day, you know, but uh, yeah. every single um, order I've gotten since like the beginning of, of quarantine, which is in March or whenever it happened, uh, I've donated all the money. So. Um, yeah. I I literally only have like fifteen left. I'll save I'll save some for you. Uh, okay. I actually took them off the site because I just want to have a few just for friends and family purposes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been cool. I, I'm happy to have given back to the community. You know, I always try to give back as much as I can because I'm so yeah uh, thankful to be. Yeah, no, I totally I totally understand. I, it's funny because I actually donate to a lot of like pediatric cancer things yeah, all yeah. the time, like even if the money goes back to me, like at the end of the day, like, I don't know, to me, like, it's kind of sad sometimes, like when you go into the hospital and like, see all these kids, like for me, like being 18, being like being diagnosed when I was basically 16, it's kind of weird, like being an adult now and while still going through cancer treatment. Yeah. Keep fighting, dude. I know it's hard sometimes, but keep fighting. You'll, You'll get through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Of course, and you, you've had some pretty, you know, incredible experiences. And dude, I mean, I, I'm, I've been entertained this whole time. Like, I, I just shut up. I just let you talk. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, what, what Make a Wish has done for you and with like Nike, it's so cool. So, so walk me through. Um, so the way I actually came across your page was because I saw Mike uh, repost on a story a picture of your shoe, which is. Pretty incredible. So I don't know if you wanted to get that at, get to that at the end or go ahead. Like uh, it's all you because I know you have some more shoes you want to show me first. Yeah. So uh, we can actually we can actually do that last and that last and that can be like our last topic. Okay, that's cool. Um. So basically, uh, when I went in, the designers, uh, there was like a group of designers and like different people that all work on sneakers. Like there was a there was like a guy in charge in charge of like the materials. And like the rubber, the prime knit, the hyperfuse, the right. like, like the laces, like all different materials. Yeah. And then there was a lady that worked on like like traction patterns and which like uh, like pattern was the best, the best for like the type of rubber and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and then there was like other people that worked on different things like worked on the shape, worked on the shank plate, like all different stuff like that. But what was yeah. cool is, uh, is the team that was in there was actually the ones that designed the Jordan 34. Mm-hmm. And what was cool is they walked me through cause it, cause at that time, like the 34 was just like leaked and it wasn't actually officially out yet. Uh-huh. Um, but it was coming out, but, it was, it like was just leaked by, it was just like announced by Jordan brand at that time. So they walked me through like how they came up with the design, like how, why they wanted it to be a light shoe. Yeah. Um, one thing that's really cool that a lot of people don't know is they actually designed the shoe um, a little bit after Zion Williamson. He had a, he had a little bit of influence in the design of the 34. That's sick. Yeah. He's a really nice Which, guy. Have you met him? Yeah, yeah. He, he he shops he shops at Blitz. So 
That, that's awesome. I, 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 I'm associated with Blitz. Like I'm part of the team. And uh, yeah, I was actually going to tell you, uh, but I didn't want to cut you off. But Travis is a very frequent customer of ours. He was actually just at the warehouse like three days ago. He so, comes, so, so have you met him as well? Yeah, yeah I met Travis I, I've met a bunch of times. Um, do, you, do you ever like, have you ever asked Travis, like, like, yo, can you like give me a pair of friends or families or anything? <laughs> uh, you know how Tinker said that, um, you know, Kanye and Travis and some of these guys are like interesting and uh, he's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's one day Travis will be like really weird and moody and he will like walk in and like not talk to anyone. And then one day he'll come in and he'll like hug me. It's, it, it's like one day he's this, one day he's that. Um, but otherwise he's a nice guy. Um, he definitely takes care of us. Uh, we went to, me and Andre went to Astroworld Fest. It was cool. We had like backstage everything. Uh, wow, that's with awesome. His, with his concerts. And and yeah, dude, like if, um, when you come down to LA, like we can talk to Trav and see if he, he wants to pull up when you're there. It'd be pretty cool. He Every single pair of dunks that you see him wearing, like literally every pair, they all come from us. So... Or also Kylie Jenner, you know. I don't know if you've seen her wearing a bunch of SBs and Dunks. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Those are all from us too. Yeah, so. like the like the Doom, uh, the MF Doom Dunks. Yep, the, the I actually picked those up. <laughs> so, so that's awesome. Yeah, but um, so what do you think of like when you see like pages like uh, Soul Collector, like stuff like that? Like, is it kind of cool to see like them like reporting on like Kylie Jenner or Travis Scott like wearing like these shoes and you're like, and you're, and you're like, Oh, we sold them these shoes. Yeah. Is, is that like kind of cool to see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Sometimes they give us the credit, which is cool. Um, but also, uh, so, sometimes it's, it's pretty incredible to, to like hold the shoe and then you, you see it being worn by someone like a Kylie Jenner or like a Travis. And then they guess like millions of likes and millions and millions of people saw it. Um, like so it's kind of like so it's kind of like satisfying you're like i did that or like yeah i mean it, it's it's really cool and we're always um excited to you know help the culture and um you know travis has been like such a big part of it obviously with especially with the sbs yeah um, and it's like influence and stuff yeah i mean he, he showed us all his shoes like way before it actually came out which is cool um a lot of which i you know like you i can't really talk about that much publicly but i'm obviously you know we'll have a private convo i can tell you a little bit more which would be cool um but but yeah yeah travis travis is an interesting character but yeah zion he um uh he's shopped with us a couple times really nice guy super super down to earth like uh, most of our basketball um clientele is like super super nice so uh, we never awesome. have any issues never have any issues with those guys but yeah but yeah go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but yeah oh no so, no no it's okay uh, I, I was just gonna say like uh, to like kind of piggyback off of what you said, like there's a lot of, like, I totally understand like what it feels like to like have like all this like information, like Travis on really sneakers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Cause there's like tons. Cause they, cause that without being too specific and like that would get me in trouble is uh, uh, at when I went into the Jordan brand building after after like i kind of designed my shoe uh-huh. they kind of walked me around i guess yeah i don't th- i don't think it would be a problem um so like i saw the bread 11 before like like before it came out uh-huh. 
I saw the hair, the hair sevens, you know, the ones with like the, like the cow hair or whatever on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. The I saw those before they all-star, released the all-star, all-star joints. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah. What's interesting about the, um, the UNC, I saw the UNC threes before they released as well. That's and sick. what's interesting about those is they actually had a patch, you know, that, you know, that patch that they put like on the Michigan uh, Jordan fives, like it was on the back. Yeah. So basically they had that on the tongue where the Jordan, where the UNC logo would have been. And then a jump man on the other uh-huh. and on, and on the released pair, it does two jump mans on both, on both uh, tongues. And then on the, in, on the insole, it has the little patch. Uh-huh. They're, they're kind of doing something similar with the Oregon fives that are coming out with the, the I think they were going to put the patch on the heel. What I really want to do is get those, but then cut the patch off of the back. I think that'd be, I think that look really cool. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of how the patch looks. I understand it, but I mean, I'm kind of like happy and sad because like, obviously they can't release. Like, I think people realize by now, like obviously they can't release a shoe with a duck on it and an O on the tongue. Like, yeah, that's just not possible because, because a guy explained it to me. I asked like, why do you have the patch? He's like, cause, and like, why don't you just release the thing? Because for Oregon, it makes the Oregon school less valuable because if they were to release it with like the O and then like the duck on the back, they, they would like, know like all, all the, all the students that are about to go, there would know, Oh, well, why would, why would I want to go to this school and get a PE? when I know that they're just going to re-retro it like four years later and like kind of how it makes the school less special and stuff like that. So there's, that, so there's actually like a lot that goes into it. It's not just like Nike trolling us or anything like that. There's like yeah, a yeah. lot of behind, behind the scenes for stuff like that. Of course. So, so did, did you design your shoe all in one day? Yeah. Wow. It took about two and a half hours to design my shoe. So how do so walk me through the process? How like why did you choose a Jordan Four? Did you already kind of have an idea in your head of what you wanted it to look like? Or um, yeah, so for so I definitely wanted it to be a four just because I love I I love the um, the Dornbecker Four, but I thought I really want to do better on that. I really want to play off of that and then do better. Mm-hmm. And cause like no disrespect to the kid at all, but like the, the design is like God awful. Like, I, I don't, I don't think it's a, like, I don't think it's an attractive sneaker at all. Really? Like, I, I like, I know it's a lot of people's grail and like stuff like that, but I really don't like, I really don't like that sneaker. You don't like the Dornbecker four at all? No, I don't. Dang, that's crazy. I, I, I really like that shoe. It's funny because I just got it recently too. Yeah. I mean, like it's a, I mean, I, I, I won't like, I have a little bit of respect for it just because it's a Dornbecker and I respect like all the Dornbecker kids. Cause I love that program. Right. Um, but there's like a lot of shoes. Like I don't like the, you know, those up tempos that released yes. like yes. a few seasons ago, I think uh-huh. like, I thought those were really ugly. Like I'm going to be real. Like I thought okay. those are ugly. Yeah. Th- there's only a few Dornbeckers that I was like a really uh, big fan of. I like the, I like the fours, um, the eights, the sixes, yeah, those, I guess those are, and the ones are sick. Yeah, the ones with the, like, palm trees on them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I saw those, like, I see those in, like, every single sneaker shopping episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they're always that. on, like, that, L- the LA Flight Club, like, back wall. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah. 
so why I chose the four is because I wanted to put, you know, the Nike cancer symbol, like uh-huh. where it's like the Nike ribbon. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to put that on the shoe. I like, that was my number one thing. I had to put that in the shoe. Okay. And I knew that with the four, I could put it on the back tab and have it be like a, and have it, and have it like look natural on the back tab. Cause I was originally going to do a seven, but you can't really do anything. Cause the seven is like my favorite model, uh-huh. but you can't put that symbol like anywhere, like noticeable on the seven. Like, cause unless you put it on like the back where like the 23 is, but other than that, you can't really do it. And I didn't want, and I didn't want a translucent sole because, um, cause I kind of, I really want to keep these for like ever. And I don't want it to like yellow. And then right. have like a shoe, and then I have like a shoe that's yellowed. So that's why I didn't want to do a translucent sole. Um, I, love, I love the thought process. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like. I definitely want these sneakers to age well, and it, and I know that like I love translucent sole sneakers, but I also know that they yellow after a while, and I just don't like that like piss yellow color on like elevens uh, or or like fives or anything. Yeah, totally understood. Um, And then obviously the Air Force, the white, blue, and then that gray Mm -hmm. on the shoe, that's, uh, that's just in honor of the Air Force. And that's why, and because the shoe was originally going to look like, you know, the Michigan four PEs, Uh like the ones with like that, that like blue suede. Yep. They're originally going to be those. Like that's what the shoe was originally going to look like and just have all my logos on it. Uh Uh-huh. And, and we eventually like put all the colors together and put it on the, com- cause while we're doing this, like there's this one lady who was showing me colors, one lady that was showing me, was showing me materials. And then there was a guy on a laptop on Adobe illustrator, putting the different colors into uh, this like template for a Jordan four. That's so cool. Yeah. And so like, he was like giving me like all these different color combinations like he was telling, it could have looked like the bread fours. It could have looked like the uh, fire red fours. It could have looked like the uh, motorsports, the alternate motorsports. It could have looked like any of those shoes as well. And he did like a mock-up of an all camo Jordan, Jordan four, uh, a one that had like it had. It was a mostly white sneaker with hits of camo. And there was like a he gave me like probably twenty different Jordan options of different color combinations. So, so cool. that was, yeah, it was really cool. I love the insole. I think the insole is like one of my favorite. Parts. Yeah. So I, I originally wanted to do like, so you know, the Jordan 10, you know how it has like all of his achievements on the sole. Uh-huh. I really wanted to do like that design on the midsole and have all the places I lived from year to year. So like Oh two to Oh four, uh, Oklahoma Oh four to, to Oh eight, uh, germany and like have it be like that yeah he thought it'd be cooler if i did it on the outside and laser engraved it into the side uh-huh. so that's why we ended up doing that and uh like have you seen like the yellow hits on the shoe how it's like on the sole on the back yep um well the lace tips are also that yellow to give oh, wow. it a pop like when you tie it and uh and the sole is yellow because it matches the uh, the Nike ribbon on the back. Yeah, it's so cool. I just realized that the, like the Nike logo is actually incorporated on the ribbon, which yeah. is so dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, 
I have the um, the original picture of the very first drawing of that on here. That's sick. Did you and draw so, that? Yeah, I did. That's so cool, man. Man, um, you'd crush the design, bro. It's it's sick. <laughs> yeah. I love it. They, they should make that a, a general release shoe because I think everyone would want to buy it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Keep, keep them. Keep them. Uh, keep them rare. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I told no. I told I totally agree with that. Like, and that's really, and I was like visibly upset when they said that it was only going to be like, like, well, they, so it was originally going to be a one of one and then it was a four and then it was a four of four, uh-huh. uh, when I got them in the mail finally. But, um, listen, listen but I was, I was disappointed because the way that the way that the wish grantor, the president made it sound was it made it sound like it was going to be a Dornbecker and it was going to release to like the public as well like and i was gonna have friends and family pairs and then i was gonna have like and then there was gonna be uh, a general release to the public but uh but when they told me when i went to nike and they told me that that wasn't what it was gonna be i was kind of upset so well so so you wanted it to release or you're happy that it's not going to release no i wanted it to release that's oh, why okay. that's why that's why i designed it the way i does that's why i designed it the way i did because if you think about that, like, what's a more wearable sneaker, my sneaker or the Dornbecker Four? Oh yeah, totally. Like, see what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. I wanted it to be wearable, and and so the fi- I don't know if you can tell, but the final design, the inspiration for it was the uh, was a military blue fours. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely see that. They um, look really good, man. I'm not, I'm not just saying that. They like genuinely like such a clean looking shoe. I'm just like incredibly happy about how they turned out. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at them right now on your Instagram. Look, they dude, the insole is crazy. I love that. Yeah. I, then, I don't know. Like I think some people are probably gonna think it's bape and like and, and like it's like has like a bape inspiration. Yeah. But that's really not why I did it. It was really do you remember the old they're from the the planes from World War II that have like the shark teeth on the side? Of course, of course. That that was the inspiration for that. Yeah, no, dude, I, dude, it's so fire. Genuinely. Thank you, I really appreciate it. And then the Air Payton on the, on yeah. the inside is so cool too. I love that. So I was going to say, so you have four pairs for you, your parents, and your, your brother, you said? Yep. Do, do you think maybe we'll ever see a release, or is that something that you can't say, or you don't think so? Um, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, I definitely have seen like PEs and stuff like that, like get released. So that'd be so cool. I mean, man. it would definitely like, if they do do it, like, I think it'd be like really cool for a fundraiser or even if they just did it and just took out all my elements and just kept the, like the blue and then the white and the gray. Mm-hmm. I still think people would buy it. And then it had Nike air on the back of both of it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, it's awesome, man. I would definitely yeah. line up to try buy a pair of those. <laughs> I really appreciate it. How how much do you think they'd resell for on StockX? Ooh, I don't know. Actually, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know, man. Honestly, that that is like a priceless shoe. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I wouldn't even be able to put a price on it. Yeah. Just because, like, even at, at Blitz, we have a couple shoes that are genuinely priceless. Um, that. Even if you ask like me or Andre or anybody who 
who like works at Blizzard, we'd just be like, yeah, sorry, not for sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, what, do you like what are a few examples of those? Well, um, for example, we have like the game worn signed Kobe Jordan eights. Yeah, in the, in the Lakers colorway, there's only one pair of those in existence. Yeah. Um, before obviously Kobe passing, we had like some people offer us in like the six figures for it, but uh, we always said no just because it was it was really close to to Dre's like heart. You know what I mean? He never wanted to let it go. It was like super sentimental. But now uh, he was thinking about letting it go at like auction. A, a pair of uh, Jordan One PEs dropped from uh, eighty five. I think I think Jordan wore them, so they were game worn. They sold mm-hmm. for like ha- half a million. Uh, but there's actually plenty of those sneakers. But this one is one of one, and it's Kobe's, obviously. Uh, rest in yeah. peace. Um, so maybe we would we would do something with it for charity. Uh, yeah. Also, so like like donate it to the to the like Kobe Bryant Foundation thing. Probably, yeah. So we're we're thinking about what to do with them exactly. But I mean, that's what we're leaning towards. I I compare it to like the um to like the last shot, uh Jordan 14s like that that Michael Jordan wore. Yeah. That's pretty insane. Are, are you gonna? Do you think you're ever gonna wear them? Um, maybe one day, maybe like to something special, like my wedding or like something like that. Okay, I feel you. That's awesome, man. You should definitely wear those. Wear those with pride. Wear them in good health. Yeah. Or like, or if I ever like, you said you have the red Octobers for when you meet Kanye. Well, I have. Well, I have my shoes for when I meet Jordan. Okay, that's a crazy flex yeah (laughs) but that's so cool man yeah yeah i hope it happens one day i hope they make him a pair and they give him a pair that'd be so sick yeah maybe they did and i just don't know about it yeah yeah we've i've heard a lot of stories about um jordan getting like one of one pairs that like they gave uh jordan a pair of like the travis ones and travis didn't even know about it until like way after yeah it's interesting i mean he is like kind of the head of like the face of the company, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I can kind of like understand why, like they might not tell anyone about giving him a pair of shoes because I mean, it's his shoe. So yeah. Makes sense. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. What else you got for us? I'll actually show you my rarest shoe, numbers-wise, I guess, if we're going off numbers. Um, okay. What we got? So this, uh, it's a Make-A-Wish shoe, so it has the Make-A-Wish thing on the back. And this shoe is only given to Make-A-Wish kids who had a wish at Nike. Wow. And there's only, and it's, so, it's, so it's one, so I'm the third person to ever get it. Wow. So this is a one of three sneaker. Wow, that's so dope. Just yeah. one one less than your shoe. Yeah. So that's so technically this is the rare sneaker and it has and it's it has a really crazy tag on it. Uh it doesn't say promo sample, it just says promo. Oh wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's so really cool. And uh 
And they're also like one of the best smelling sneakers. <laughs> um, yeah. And what's yeah. also cool on the bottom, it's kind of hard to see, but if you can see in the background, there's like, it's like blue, it's like a blue tie dye sort of. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to see, but. I can see it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully one day, um, you know, either at sneaker con or when you come out to LA, I would love to see these shoes in person. Like they look so, yeah. so crazy. I have, uh, I actually have these really awesome cases for them. I'll, sh- I'll show you when, uh, they're soul, soul display, I think. And, uh, it's just, just, right. It's just, 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 just this small company that I found and, uh, and they make like really high quality, um, acrylic uh boxes for yeah no no totally yeah i i like these for the way they look but you're totally right like with certain shoes i want to be able to see like the whole thing on like a real display yeah. you know like like for example like if i had a pair of um i mean obviously I'd build a custom case for it if i because i could probably afford it if i could afford this shoe but like the the 2016 air mags oh yeah <laughs> like i would probably get like a custom case for it and uh and like have like a hoverboard or whatever. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Your heater collection makes my sneaker collection look trash. So you completely <laughs> destroy me in any sort of sneaker battle. But that's so cool, man. Like I'm yeah. so happy that you had you you, you got to um have that experience. Like that is so cool, bro. Yeah, thank you. Um it would be really cool to do it'd actually be really cool is I kinda love to do a sneaker battle because I kinda actually have enough variety now that I could actually do one. Cause before I just had like all the same types of shoes and it wasn't really that interesting. But now that I have like Oregon shoes and Travis Scott shoes and Kobe's and LeBron's and Kyrie's and like all these different kinds of Jordans, I think I can, I think I can definitely hold my ground. Dude. I mean, I'm no, I'm no little Yachty with his insane sneaker collection, but. <laughs> well, I don't think that, that there's a whole lot of people who can, who can, beat having your own sneakers so so i think yeah. i think you'll probably take a lot of people down no i i can't it's really it's it, it really means a lot thank you yeah of course dude like thank you so much for coming on the show dude it's been so it's been so great to get to know you obviously to see um your sneaker collection and to hear about your like incredible experience, but it's so great to get to know you. You seem like yeah. such a dope, dope guy. Uh, you're not much younger than me. I'm only 22. <laughs> um, but like to, to, to hear like what you've gone through at such a young age is like, and, and the fact that you still have a smile on your face and you're fighting through it. It just, it makes me really happy. It just like warms my heart and like, dude, keep fighting, man. Like you're a beast. Like literally. All right. Like, thank you. <laughs> of course, man. And, um and yeah like also uh when you come down to la um i have a studio in la that's normally where i do all my podcasts uh, we can we can do another one uh with a little bit more professional equipment yeah <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah man it's it also like um normally towards the end of the show i always give my guests an opportunity to like say something that they want like the audience to remember or you could literally just be like go follow me on instagram it doesn't really matter <laughs> whatever whatever you want um, all right but yeah go ahead the floor is yours uh i just want to say thank you to easy Busta for letting me come on the show it really means a lot because not even a week ago i was i was texting some people about my sneaker and now that everyone 
And now that it came to light, it really means a lot to uh, be able to share my my passion with uh, with the rest of the sneaker community. And uh, it was awesome telling stories and uh, and a lot of sneaker memories that I had. I mean, believe me, there's way more. I've been into this for a pretty long time now. Uh, but yeah. Um, I think my uh, Instagram is P-E-Y-T-O dot underscore dot S. And you can go there to check out my shoe to uh, you can leave a like or a comment if you want, uh, or you can give me a fall. Um, I just want to say thank you for everything. And yeah. Sweet, man. Well, make sure you guys go follow my boy, my boy, Peyton. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll leave, uh, his Instagram when I do the posts on the legit check Instagram and all that stuff. But thank you guys for listening. I know this is a longer podcast than normal, but I guarantee you everybody was listening until the end because of how like amazing these stories are. So dude, thank you one more time for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no really, problem. really appreciate you. Thank you for your support and supporting me and Kais and bull and all the guys like you know it means a lot to us i'll I'll definitely tell them about you too and i'm sure a lot of them want to you know get to know you too dude yeah such a dope shoe man like i'm proud of you i'm proud of you for that (laughs) proud of you that's sick thank Um, you but yeah man uh, make sure you go follow my boy Peyton. i'm gonna catch you guys on the next episode of legit check see you guys next time peace my name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.